Okay, welcome to another episode of No Excuses, Real Inspiration, hosted by Scott Marshall. So, the overdue catch-up with BYD. <laughs> so, Kuti, Mac, we first interviewed back in February 2022, where episode 64 was released on the 19th of February. Now we are on the 15th of February 2023. And you are going to be episode 98. Wow. First of all, congratulations to you for having that many episodes still going strong. It's great to be back. It's great to see you. And I cannot believe it's already been a year. Time flies. Yes, absolutely. So for a wee recap for the listeners who may have not listened to our previous episode, just give me a wee brief intro of who you are and what you're currently doing within the health and fitness business. All right. So my name is Cootie Mack. My company is BYBD. That stands for Be Your Best Daily. And I like to help people maximize their day and get a healthy lifestyle with three things, three pillars to the BYBD program, which is super facts. That's just information, scientific information, super foods, nutrition, and super moves, exercise. And with those three things, we can help you be your best on a daily basis. And I help you learn tricks of the trade that are efficiently, that efficiently get you to be, to just maximize whatever it is, your mindset, your body, your health. And my philosophy is if you're your best every day, if you do something to make every day a great day, then what happens is seven of those days will give you the greatest week you've ever had. Four of those weeks will give you the greatest month you've ever had. 12 of those months will give you the greatest year you've ever had. 10 of those years will give you the best decade you ever had. And if you trip up any place along the way, I will show you how you can just recover and start that process right over again. Now, fantastic. So obviously it's been a year since we interviewed. Yes. So let's go back to February 2022. What's happened since then? Uh, since then, uh, I started lecturing at the university level. Um, I, in addition to being a fitness professional, I also worked in the music business. And so I lectured at a few universities uh, about the music business. And I also use fitness as my platform for motivation. So helping young people who are starting to figure out their adult lives, just helping them establish some healthy habits. Because typically in university, what you do learn are a lot of unhealthy habits. And so helping you undo some of those things and, uh, set you on the right path early enough so that these things don't become as hard to do as much as they become habits that you do. So lecturing at the university level is probably the biggest uh, change since last time we spoke. Okay. And uh, let's talk about, about that, you know, venturing into university to lecture for the first time. How are you feeling? You know, it's amazing to me because I one thing I'm blessed or cursed with is a is a deep memory of when I was younger. And when I was in college, the people that I imagined to be professors, I never saw them. I don't see myself now as that. But the interesting thing was when I said that to one of the head professors, they told me that's exactly why they chose me because I don't talk to people like some stodgy professor who knows more than they do, even if I do know more than they do. I, they said that I meet people at eye level and that's my strength as a speaker. I felt honored to be able to help people. I 
helping helping people is absolutely my purpose in life. It's why I love sharing your platform and talking to as many people in your audience as I can, because helping people is what I'm about. So the fact that I was able to help, especially young people who have so And then I got called into, I got called. We're back. There we are. Yes. So I can't wait to, I can't wait to continue doing it. No, nah, fantastic. And have you been asked to speak again to certain groups or? As I've been talking to different universities and now that I've been doing it, uh, what I'll say is I set out with the intention to do it, started getting asked by universities, but the more I've been asked, now I want to start developing my own courses. And I'm actually in the process of doing that right now, just developing a whole course. So the next time, so when I'm reaching out to people, um, I'm presenting them with not only my availability, but, a, but an actual course to teach. So yeah, I will be doing it again. I'm just not doing it currently. Good. And then let's talk about your business. So obviously you're, you've been lecturing, but you do online training. Yes. Um, so where is your business heading this year? So the business is, is um, heading well. I think one of the things that I have changed so I think we talked about this previous to actually recording. Uh, I was training in person pre pre COVID, and then I switched. I pivoted quickly to virtual during COVID, and um, I, I, I switched uh, exclusively to digital. I mean, to digital training during COVID, and I I um, I don't think I'm going to switch back uh, now that things are opening back up. Uh, if I was still training face to face, I wouldn't be able to uh, to continue uh, to do any of these extra things that I'm doing. So uh, uh, the way my business has probably changed from last year to now is I'm just really planting my flag in the virtual realm, and yeah. I have also with the, with the the way you know there's a lot of stuff going on globally in terms of economy. So um, some of my high ticket services I still offer, and and they're still worth it, and, I, and they're still a great value. But I, I created a lower ticket offer that uh, for people who may not be able to afford my big program that actually prepares you for the big program. So, so you don't lose any ground. If you hear something that you like from me, I can still help you in a very affordable way. And then uh, we get to keep, keep people being healthy despite whatever's going on with the economy or anything else. So that was a good point you made about face-to-face. -face. So for myself, this year, well, you know, tail end of last year, um, I was unwell. Um, kept getting chest infections, you know, ear infections, run down. Um, but obviously we spoke off camera um, before this started recording um, about spending too much time in the one place. You know, because... If you think about it, if you're face-to-face, -face, effectively in that one place, you're breathing in that aircon, horrible, <laughs> you know, it's not good for, you know, your cardiovascular system as well. Yeah. And then in the rundown, I actually found out a couple of weeks ago that I am deficient on my iron levels because of this, because oh. I've been working so much. Huh. Yeah. So... 
you know, obviously everything has its pros and cons, but right now where I'm at is face to face. There's a lot of cons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and again, uh, every, it's not to say that if somebody really is adamant about training face to face versus training virtually that they, uh, that they are wrong. I mean, people have their preferences and I'm all about that. But what I will say is we talk about the pros versus the cons. For instance, just this weekend, I was with some people and this one young lady found out that I did uh, training and nutrition. And she says, yeah, I was supposed to meet up with my trainer and nutritionist, but uh, my, my trainer, not nutritionist, my trainer, but he got COVID, so I can't train with him. Now, here's the interesting thing. And as long as my systems, as long as my symptoms weren't overt, I could still train. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But if you, but, and like I said, if I'm not training, if I'm only training virtually, the odds of me even contracting COVID or spreading COVID are null. So these are things that are advantages. I'll give you another one. I had a client that was going on vacation. They were going on vacation uh, and they were like, usually that would mean, okay, we got to take time off. I told them if they still want to train, we can train. Even if they so I had a client that was that that had gone on vacation. And typically training face to face, them going on vacation means we stop training. But because we're training virtually, I told them if they're willing to still train, we can still keep it going. They don't have to lose any of their progress. So these are a lot of things that make it convenient. You know, uh we we can still train when you're on vacation, you can train when you're ill we won't get any more sick by being in each other's space. And again, but again, as a trainer, I know how to work around a lot of issues. I know how to work someone out without weights, without equipment, you know, inside, outside, if they're, if they're, I work around injuries. So all these, all of that knowledge base for me helps me train virtually. So I can understand that training virtually isn't for everyone because if the trainer isn't, doesn't have, all of that acumen doesn't have all of that experience to be able to navigate some of this stuff, then it could be a disaster. But for me, it's not. Absolutely. Um, you had a good point, you know, doing it without weights, you know, working around injuries, you know, these are all key points. And then especially how much space does your client have in their house? Or yeah, but I can train somebody. If you just have two foot by two foot, I still can give you a full body workout. I, that's that's one of the things that's been a strength of mine since I first started training, just being able to be creative, uh, doing a lot with a little. I mean, if you have a washcloth and two feet by two feet of space, I can absolutely work you out to the point where you just, <laughs> you're laid flat. So, you know, <laughs> I, I have that ability. So training virtually for me is, is it fits right into my wheelhouse. Fantastic. And then, what would, so for yourself, do you train? So do you do you manage to fit your own training schedule into your weekly basis? I'm sorry, uh, my training schedule? Yeah. What I do is I commit to just getting at least five minutes of work in at any given point in time. So uh, if I wake up in the morning, I get five minutes and I do a, a high intensity interval training for five minutes would be five minutes of, um, let's say 30 seconds of pull-ups, resting for 10 seconds, eight times, full out. When you're done with that, I'm telling you, cooked. Uh, five minutes of squat, I mean, same thing with squats. Just squats 30 seconds with 10 second break, eight times, you're cooked. Uh, 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 
any exercise, push-ups, whatever you do. If you did it, if you did it at that interval, I'm telling you, it sounds easy, but in five minutes, you're done. So I always give myself those five minutes. Um, uh, when I have time, 30 minutes or longer, then what I can do is, you know, go for a run or whatever the case may be. But I always make sure I at least carve out five minutes, typically in the morning, to do at least the HIT training. And if I can do more, I'll do more. But nutrition is probably the thing that keeps me uh, in shape the most. You know, if, 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 if I had to just be honest, me eating properly, me juicing my vegetables, doing that is actually the thing that will, that keeps me intact more than anything else. The exercise just accelerates any of those, any of that stuff. And then obviously you mentioned pull-ups, squats. So right now, what is your favorite exercise to do in 2023? Uh, my favorite exercise will always involve something with the core, with the core but I like any combination of pull-ups or chin-ups. I like to keep that in because it just works out. There's, there's so many little variations you can do with that exercise that you work everything from the middle of your quads all the way up to your neck. You, you can work shoulders, back, forearms, grip strength, biceps, um, uh, uh, lats, pecs, core, you know, all of that stuff. All of that stuff can get worked out just simply by doing chin-ups or pull-ups. Absolutely. And, you know, like a lot of people um, within health and fitness or clients, customers who come to the gym and they think they need to do a thousand crunches to get their abs. Slower movement is more effective. Yes. And to be honest, uh, 75, if not 80% of your abs are in the kitchen, man. It's what you're eating. You can do all the exercise in the world. If you're giving yourself stuff that's just not allowing you to burn fat, then it's, you're just, you're just, uh, you're spitting in the wind. And then obviously the last time we spoke, um, I went through uh, a whole weight loss journey again. Um, obviously I spoke, yeah, you asked me previously why I was involved in health and fitness and I'd lost weight. Um, but from last February to now, I have lost between 14, 15 kilos. I was just about to say, you're, you're looking slim, man. I, 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 when I, the, 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 the Scott that I remembered, I was like, he, he, he's, 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 this guy's a lot thinner. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's quite interesting because obviously yesterday I posted pictures of me and my partner from a year ago. And I says, my God, look how fat I was in that. <laughs> she wasn't happy with that <laughs> but you know you can tell in your cheeks you know when but effectively it's because back in March last year I did a, I, I contracted COVID and I was in the house for 10 days and through that 10 days I was doing a bit of research online and I looked into nutrition and a lot of people don't look into how much salt is in their diet, you know, um, how much salt is in their food. And then on the back of that, I've just trimmed salt all the way out, effectively, where before, when I lived with my mum, there was a lot of table salt, but now there's literally none. It's only the, the salt that's within my food that's already pre-made. 
Um, and I've basically just changed my whole mindset around nutrition. Yeah, I mean, and that's the interesting thing. Uh, a lot of times people even think that they're, you know, they're trying to do the right thing, but they don't really know about yeah. what their like, food is and, and just paying attention to what's in your food and taking more control over that alone as an adjustment can have amazing results. And like a lot of people who go to the gym and they'll burn 500 calories and then you'll hear them say, oh, well, that's me. I've deserved that burger tonight. You know, it's like... <laughs> and the thing is, the, the exchange is never that even. I mean, you could run five kilometers, have, I mean, be dripping in sweat and literally eat half a piece of cake and you've already erased <laughs> the caloric <laughs> deficit. So a lot of times people don't realize how, how nutritiously bereft a lot of the foods that we, that we think our foods are and how empty these calories are that we're taking. Um, so again, just people know to eat fruits and vegetables. If they understood why eating fruits and vegetables was better than eating some of this other stuff, I think that they go a lot further in their pursuits when they're trying to get healthy. Absolutely. Um, obviously, you mentioned you get five minutes a day for your fitness. But minimum. Yeah, minimum. Yeah. So, would you have you got any goals for yourself, fitness wise, this year? Yeah, man. You know, so last year I turned fifty. So um, I'm in my fifties now, officially full fledged. You know, and uh, I don't, I don't want to start falling. You know, I've made it this far. I don't want to fall off. So my thing is, I'm really looking to not as much. I'm not as much worried about my weight, but I really am looking to trim naturally, trim body fat percentage. Just really start chopping that down because you know, as you get older, the you know. It, you, you naturally start to hold on to a little bit more fat. Your hormones are changing and the way your body's processing and metabolizing food changes. So I'm just being more circumspect than I've ever been about just staying active, keeping, you know, keeping my joints, you know, healthy and, um, and, and trimming body fat. You know, I, I you know, I, I like my six pack and I don't want, and it's, I'm not ready to let go of it yet. I'm not, I'm not ready to have the dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> no, good man. And then have you got, a specific plan that you're going to do to make sure well, you know the thing i did to, to to the point that we just naturally came to is doing something every day whether it's stretching whether it's um cardio whether it's strength training but doing something and i said five minutes i'll be honest my minimum is two minutes because two minutes there's no excuse for there's no excuse to not commit two minutes that's why I tell everybody, just commit two minutes. And you'll find when you start doing two minutes, you'll realize you can do four. If you can do four, you can do five. If you can do five, you can do seven. If you can do seven, you can do 10. If you can do 10, you can do 12. If you can do 12, you can do about 15. Then it's like more of a commitment. But if let's say you get to that 15 and you just can't do 15 the next day, go back to two minutes. Two minutes is my commitment. So I just committed, I just committed to doing at least two minutes of work every day at my best, at least having four legit, honest workouts every week, if not more. And when I've done that, combined with uh, me juicing vegetables, um, I've found that I have success, and so do my clients. Yeah. And then, 
obviously. Let's talk about mindset um, within health and fitness. So your personal opinion, where does that come into play, you know, with a client when they're struggling? Well, a lot of times we spend a lot of energy talking about what we can't do. You know, I'll have a conversation like this. Somebody will see me on the podcast. Somebody, somebody will call me after seeing me on your podcast or DM me on Instagram at K-U-T-I-M-A-C-K. Just, just find me on Instagram. Ask me some questions. I ask them some questions. We'll set an appointment for us to have a real conversation. And then when we get to that conversation, or maybe even before we get to the conversation in the exchange, all I'll get is a little bit of pushback about all these things they cannot do. Now, yeah. I'm not here to say that they can't do this stuff. I'm not saying that they're lying, rather. But what I am saying is I learned this for myself. The mind is a very powerful thing. And our mind, for a bunch of survival reasons, will like to look at the obstacles and see how hard those obstacles are and then say, well, and when in processing those obstacles, say, mm, can't do it. What I always like to remind people of is if you think right now to just the toughest circumstance you've ever been in, right, just or the toughest loss you ever had or the lowest moment in your life, just think about it for a second. Once you own that thought, what I want you to realize is the fact that you can think about it means that one of two things, either you have already survived it and you've, and you've come on the other side of it, or you're surviving it right now as you're talking or listening to me. Either way, you're surviving it. So what I've committed myself to is I want to focus that same mind, that same energy, that same mentality that tells me I can't do something. I'm going to focus it on the best that could happen. What, what if I do this? What if it works? How am I going to look? How's that going to feel? Because we already know what the worst feels like. I just had you do it a couple seconds ago, right? I just had you do it. So if you just thought about the worst and realize that it's in your rear view mirror, then, then don't be afraid of that. Because even if it comes, you already know you can handle it. What I want you to do is think about the best that could happen. What I do is I think about the best things that could happen, the best that can come out of this conversation, the most people that can get help by others. I'm going to reach out to Cootie Mac and just see how he can help me. And not only see how he can help me, but I'm going to take his word for it because he knows what he's talking about. It's worked for thousands of other people. It's going to work for me too. And I'm going to be the next success story. Matter of fact, I'm going to be his best success story. And after listening to Scott and Cootie talk, I became whatever it is that I'm going for. That's the mindset that I encourage. That's the mindset that I remind people of. That's the, that's the mindset that I continually advocate and push for. And then part of my podcast this year, I am asking my fellow guests about recommendations. So do you, if you listen to an audiobook or just a physical book, what would you recommend? You know, there's a lot of books, not to be arrogant, but there are a lot of books that I read that I tend to find holes in their theory. And so when I see it, I say, ah, I like this, but mm, that one part is wrong. And that part is what I usually use to, where I see the whole, is what usually motivates me to come up with new stuff to talk about, new areas to focus on. There's one book that I've read, though, that the book is this thick, and it is loaded with great information, and there was nothing in it that I could argue with. And it's called How Not to Die. Um, it's a book. I believe it's an audio book as well. And it even has an accompanying cookbook that you can order. And it just talks about how eating a mostly plant-based diet will uh, just, just how much it cures the body. 
Uh, the author's name is Dr. Greger. I think it's G-R-E-G-E-R. -E -E Dr. Greger, How Not to Die. I'm positive it's on Amazon. Uh, I recommend the book to anybody that can get it. Even if you don't read it from cover to cover, if you just get it and use it as a reference. Um, you know, I've got high blood pressure and look up what it has to say about that. Uh, I've got, you know, diabetes. Look up what it has to say about that. Uh, it's, that's by far the best book I've ever read when it comes down to nutrition. Yeah. And then obviously, Ella, you mentioned, uh, do you do your own podcast as well? No, I'm, I'm a guest on a lot of podcasts. Um, okay. I've been, I've been asked to do podcasts, but I think I like sharing other people's platforms. I, I, okay. I'm interested in the way people do it. Yeah. Yourself. But 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 I do give a lot of free information out on my Instagram page. I didn't mean to cut you off. So if you go to Instagram at K U T I M A C K, uh, I give a lot of free information there. Yeah. No, I was just thinking that your obviously your businesses grew, and a lot of people would be interested in a podcast of Cutie. You know. Yeah. You know, maybe it's in the cards. Right now, um, right now I'm just focused. I, I really, honestly, I love the public speaking aspect. I love lecturing. I love giving, I love speaking to, you know, audiences. So, but the, the, the idea of doing a podcast is not something that hasn't been brought up before and I don't rule it out. I just don't currently have one. Okay. And then if I, if I'm going to ask you another question, right, you know, more or less along the same lines. So obviously you're not going to do a podcast just now, but, Obviously, given your experience in the music industry and now your experience in health and fitness, down the line, would you ever consider writing a book? Yes, absolutely. Positively. Uh, matter of fact, I've been working on a book. It's just, and thank you for the reminder, actually. I need to get back to it. Um, but I, yeah, I have, a, I have a book in the works. I absolutely do. Fantastic. And so, obviously, I know you've mentioned uh, where people can reach out, but if they want to reach out to you, what's your handles? So for someone to reach me, the quickest way to get me is on Instagram at K-U-T-I-M-A-C-K at Cootie Mac. You can also find me on Facebook, BYBD Fitness. And you can find me online at the, at sixweeksuperu.com. That's my that's my 90-day fitness program. It's the number six weeksuperu.com. You go there and uh, we can set a, 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 usually I charge for the consultation, but if you see me on this or hear me on this podcast, just go to sixweeksuperu.com. I'll waive the fee for the consultation. In that conversation, we'll get to the root of whatever your health or fitness or mindset issue is. I'll give you something I promise at the end of that conversation that will make you two steps further along than you were before the conversation. And if you in indeed decide that you want to be a part of the program, we'll see if you're a good fit and go from there. But it's by no means a sales call. I, I will absolutely talk to you, evaluate you, and uh, give you something that you can grow with if that's the extent of the conversation. And if you want to engage again with the Six Week Super You program, by all means, you know, we can talk about that as well. Fantastic. So just before we round up at the, at the end of our overdue catch-up for 2023, is there any questions you would like to ask me? Um, I'm trying to think. I think we, we, we handled a lot of the questions beforehand, and I think we caught up pretty well before, before we actually started the official interview. Um, but uh, I would say this. What's the newest thing you are excited about when it comes to 2023, when it comes to your fitness program and your, and your, uh, and your offerings? Right, okay, so for 2023, I, the 1st of March uh, this year, 
I'm going to be launching my own online fitness business. Nice. Um, where, you know, effectively my clients can, they'll get more out of it. So they'll get a weekly check-in where they can do weekly progress pictures. Um, they'll be getting more nutrition advice. We'll be doing monthly measurements. They'll actually be getting more time with me as a personal trainer because I certainly feel face-to-face -face with my clients. I only see them once a week or twice a week. That's for only engagement apart from a text message to confirm the session. But online, we're going to have a lot more engagement and the client's going to get more out of the package. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Great pivot. Great pivot. I'm proud of you. No, thank you. It's been awesome having you on my show. Man, let's do it again. Yeah, absolutely. And we, don't, we don't have to wait a year. We don't have to wait a year. We oh, no. Uh, we will. Six months at least. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of No Excuses Real Inspiration hosted by Scott Marshall. So if you can, give me a wee follow on my YouTube channel, give me a wee follow on Spotify, and you can give a wee listen to this on Apple and Amazon as well, as well as other social media platforms. Thank you.